Hey guys, welcome to A Woman's Playground. Playground. I'm Nikki Panash. I'm Gwen Smitten. And I'm Rena Mosley. And we are super excited to have you guys back on the playground with us. We have missed you guys. We are in episode five, so it's lit. Woo! Okay. And as usual, we'd like to thank you guys for all your support um, on social media. Of course, you can follow us. Um, on Twitter at AWP Podcast and on IG at A Woman's Playground. Also, we want you to give your little two cents on all of our um, discussions that we be having on the playground. So you can write into at AWP Podcast at gmail.com. So, ladies, what's been popping? What y'all sipping on? What's your week been like? My week has been really busy, but <laughs> currently sipping on this Pinot Noir, I am good to go. Okay. Um, I am drinking some Casador. It's sparkling wine, and um, my week has been okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> better since I'm drinking and I'm recording. So and it's Thirsty Thursday, and usually, you know, I be on the white, but I'm on a good old cab tonight, so Not I'm bad. feeling, you know, flirty with the dirty darks. Flirty with the dirty darks. Flirty with the dirty darks, and my week has been, um, it's been good. You know, it's Thursday, today, today's my Friday, so I'm excited about that. It works. So we're going to hop right into our discussion on the playground. We're about to play fierce all night, so y'all keep up. So we got to talk about Beachella. Beachella? Beachella. 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 Because, well, I call her Bay. I call her Bay, and I do too. I say Beyonce, and I call her Beyonce, and I'm like, that's not But everybody's been doing hashtag Beachella. So basically, if you don't know, which you might have been underneath the rock, but Beyonce took the stage as the first African-American woman to headline Coachella. Um, Coachella, what the fuck are you doing? What you got going on? Um, and then she also incorporated Destiny's Child, so that made them like the first girl group ever to perform at Coachella. Uh, of course, the queen demanded nothing less than the best because she had a two-hour set, which is like the longest set anybody has ever had at Coachella. Um, the performance was historical. It was monumental. I mean, Sis came through and she gave us HBCU vibes. I'm telling you, even your little Caucasian uh, friends are going to be having their children going to uh, HBCUs because it was that lit. Like, we were at a cookout. She did swag surfing. We were at a homecoming parade. A homecoming parade. (laughs) It was everything. And you, it it did not even feel like she was singing the same as songs because she mixed it up. She remixed them. And it was fabulous. And it was like, it really like put her up there as like you know the start of the conversation for best performer of all time really like her performances are phenomenal so you know Beyonce is a performer that's what she does like I don't care what you say like she always performs what are you guys thoughts on her performance did you guys watch I'm sure you did um I only saw a few um segments I saw like when she came out I thought that was amazing. I like the Louisiana flow. I like her strut, the single and the double walk. Um, I thought that was amazing. I love the what is that thing you call like when you that you carry the baton? Was it? No, it's like a shaft or something. It's a staff. A staff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the staff was beautiful. Um, I love the band and. I like that she started out with OT Genesis or Genesis. OT Genesis, yeah. Genesis, Lord. <laughs> you mixed it up with Tanache? Right. I gave him a new like, right. name. Uh, everybody mad? That was hot. That was lit. And mad people trying to remake that choreography while well, they over- already learned it. Yeah. That's how you know. I, well, we need to practice. I mean, hey. we need to practice and record. 
Yes, that's a workout. I'm here for it because she, hey, she fucked that Millie Rock up. When she was dancing, I, there literally was a part where she, I was like, Bianca just snapped. She literally just snapped when she was doing that because she like got dirty with it. Yes. I was just like, oh my god, all in her face, you could see it. She like, I'm about to fuck oh it up. Oh my god. I'm, you know, I didn't uh, attend any HBCU, but I do remember A&T's homecoming was the first HBCU homecoming I ever attended. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, I went to I went to a PWI as well, and oh, okay. I, I definitely feel robbed uh, oh, okay, yeah. of an experience. Because wow. the Golden Delight no. was like great. That's that's their dancers at um, A&T. No, I mean Aggie Pride all day, but I went to Carolina. Obviously, y'all know that. Yeah. But at Carolina, like Black UNC was is a real thing. Like, no, it's, yeah, it's, Black it's everything is a huge. real thing. The community yeah. is everything. So shout out to y'all, even though we all went to PWI. Well, you know, Beyonce ain't go to no HBCU, but you can't tell that sis did you not. Can't okay, because sis fucked. <laughs> what it Beta up. was it? Is Beta Alpha Alpha Kappa? That's, <laughs> that's, the that's the sorority that I'm probably gonna have to join. No, I am. Okay. All right, I'm number six. <laughs> she was also. Stage hazing too. I was like, okay, sis, we go she just. Said, she was laugh. training. Listen, she was training. Um, I, I lost it. Okay, cause listen. But when they made her laugh, didn't that remind you like the alphas? It kind of sound like a listen. For no, real. no, that that shit really happened. Real thing. That shit that really happened. Like, I was like, oh, these are. Apes or they, she was like, suck on my balls. That that reminded me of it. It was a song where God was like, I'm broke, five broke. We ain't got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> broke, five broke. We ain't got it. But I also thought it was so surprising that Co- that Beyonce was the first African-American woman to headline Coachella. Like, that was surprising and I'm thinking like all of the women that could have headlined Coachella like what are some women that you think African-American women that could have possibly headlined Coachella that Coachella obviously missed out on because you know what we just gonna stop sharing our culture with you that's what we gonna stop doing we gonna have our own little <laughs> black ass festival and we not black gonna cella? black cella the thing is about the headlining is that you know obviously Beyonce She's R&B, she's pop, she's rap, okay? She's everything. You just, you just got a new rap, a uh, new best rapper. But, like, they headliners do everything. You yeah. have, you know, you, uh, through all genres. So, I'm thinking, I mean, anyone could have been. Macy Gray could have been headlining. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Macy Gray. I don't Gray. know about Macy Gray, Gray now. No, 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 no. Y'all we are not going to say. This is no, not, not Essence gonna... Festival, sis. Well, I'm not in my time for Macy Gray. I, don't I know love Macy Gray. Macy Gray. I was yeah. thinking more so of the lines of maybe Janet. Like Janet. Well, sure, if you're going pop, but the but people she's who, not uh, current enough. Like, well, okay. I'm talking about. Well, no, Coachella has been Mariah since 1993. Yeah, but Coachella has been going on since 1993. True, true, true. So I'm okay. talking about all throughout the past. Like they missed out on Mariah Carey, Janet Jackson. Like Mariah Carey, when she does that very high note that no one else in this world can do. I guess people don't want Mariah to sing for two I'm sorry. hours. The, the, the Are you still stuck on Macy Gray? I'm stuck on it because you just said Mariah Carey, who literally moves three inches per, I don't know. I mean, at her finest, at her peak. She not was still, Mariah Carey she was still walking around the stage. Like, I'm not going to hate on Mariah, but, but like, Mariah is. For that the record, I said that Janet. shit is hot. It obviously it's she's she's a go. But she did that for 20, 30 minutes and then like adult. Macy Gray. Let the record reflect I said Janet. <laughs> Let the record reflect I said Mariah. Macy okay. Gray. Well, I mean, we okay, could go. I'm just thinking Coachella <laughs> is missing out and they need to actually do better. And obviously Beyonce 
fuck that stage up. And she will be performing again this weekend. So sis is giving you double doses. And I don't know if she's going to change it up. Honestly, she really doesn't have to. I would watch the same shit over again. So it really wouldn't matter. So as you guys also know, Cardi B, the brimpsess of hip-hop right now, Barty B. B, is killing the game. She dropped her first album, um, her debut album, called Invasion of Privacy. It debuted um, on April 6th. Um, she had features like Chance the Rapper, Kehlani, SZA, YG. Um, and she broke hella records. Like She was like um, streamed 100 million times, uh, surpassing like Taylor Swift. Who I'm not gonna talk about Bless for ruining it, September Bless for us, it. but I'm not gonna talk about her right now. Okay. But anyway, so Cardi B dropped the album. So what do you thought? What are your thoughts on Cardi B's album? Did you guys get an opportunity to listen to it? Yes. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Cardi B's album, what are you doing? Right. It's been out for like two weeks. But I would just say this because I was so pleasantly surprised because I don't. You know, I said already I didn't like Butterfly Yellow. It mm-hmm. was slow it's still too slow for me like she really could have left it off this album it's fine but (laughs) but like the album the album is a new classic for today's society today's generation yeah I'm out um, here playing it like how I play SZA, low-key. I am, too. I, I mean, front, yeah, top to bottom, front to back. I mm-hmm. think it's a wonderful album. Um, I can listen to it all the way through. I'm not crazy about the SZA song. What? The, SZA, the one that SZA's on. Girl, and I'm not crazy I about do? the Kalani one. The one like I'm Girl. checking your phone. Not crazy about No, those. that's called Ring. That's the Kalani ring. one is Ring. Yeah, Kalani. Like, you don't and hit it, my line no more. You don't hear my mind. No, see, like, no. You, you know what's like, hot. You don't like I went through your phone last night. Yeah, like, okay, sis. I thought, so, if you're talking about the, if you're <laughs> you talking know about what's happening. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're talking about what she's talking about in all the songs, you can't. The content, yeah. Like, the content, I can't, I'm not, I can't relate. Right. I mean, I listened to it, like, three times when it first came out. I listened to it back to back to back. And honestly, my favorite song on the album is Moneybags. Like, How I don't, know? that's the one where she's like, I do the May back on Monday, Ferrari Friday. This is sweet pussy Saturday, cause that's what flies. Hey. I don't know who wrote that hook. I like that. It's Listen, hard. I really do like it. It is popping. He said it's an entree with them pretty ass twins. You look like Beyonce. When I said I heard money the bad, money bad, buddy. Listen, I heard that and I was like, wait a minute, who the fuck wrote this? Cause that's a smash, sis. And low key, she bad is growing on me. The one with YG that's growing she on bad. me. She bad is my favorite. That is my favorite. That ass. That ass. That ass. I was like, okay. And then that she, is my favorite. It, it was her performance at Coachella that really got me because I was like, okay, sis, you better twerk with your little she belly bump. Bad. She bad. Cardi B, I'm living for her. I'm super excited. Oh, she Listen, bad. Listen, you know my ass is big. Okay, Tiba, Tiba. Not the pictures, no. Okay, but we like. I just love the album so much. I feel like she was in her bag on this album, and Sis definitely deserved. I heard that a majority of all the tracks are on the Billboard 100s, like in some position. So she's living. The the thing is, like, I think right after the album came out, like six days after, Nicki Minaj dropped two tracks. Yes, she did. Um, and I went into a rant rave about Nicki Minaj being a petty Betty. I thought that the two tracks were her being petty and trying to steal Cardi's shine or whatever. And then this, like, drew up the controversy because, you know, Nicki Minaj hasn't been on social media. So mm-hmm. she just, like, started this countdown of, like, 
oh, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. So I think she started like Monday or something. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Cardi album ain't get but the weekend to shine. But I don't think it dimmed the light at all because honestly, mm-hmm. I was not impressed with these two tracks. The singles are called Barbie Tings and Chung Lee. <laughs> um, and according to Nicki Minaj, we have she's going to give us the best album of her life. And I don't think she could do that because, she, I mean, Pink Friday is like the only reason Nicki Minaj is still able to walk around and call herself the queen mm. of anything for me. Now, I can we're not speak talking to me. about what she was on. Yes, I'm not talking about her features because her features are fire. She got fire. bars. But listen. And then what was the album with Meek Mill? That was the last one. But that wasn't a, that wasn't her album. She hasn't had no, an album since 2014. Mm, okay, keep going. Yeah, so she hasn't had an album since 2014. And um, so, like, what did you think of the singles, Random Mocha? Like, Barbie Tings and Chung Lee, tell me what you thought. And then I'm going to tell you how trash I thought it was. So, for both <laughs> of those, I actually don't know what's happening. On either one? Okay. Okay. The pink print. The pink print was But awesome. that was 2014. Okay. <laughs> but I... I I have to echo what I've already been seeing about people's reviews on just those two tracks, and it's just that it sounds like everything we've heard from Nicki Minaj. And like I said, I used to stand for Nicki. I still know majority of her features and songs because it's hot. But from a whole album, it takes a lot for me to go from your first track to your last track and and then do it on repeat and then think about it and then talk about it and then blow up my friends about it and then just talk in a you know work group email about it like if it's not mm-hmm. good I'm not going to talk about it like that and so I am I am willing to wait for her to drop the whole thing I will listen to it and if I don't feel from it then it's just it, to me it's it won't be great and right now very few people are going to shine outside of Cardi B, Janelle Monae, um I just, that's what I'm I want to hear right Janelle now. Monet for another conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm just funny. saying, though. Like, there's stuff happening. Well, before you give your opinion, Nikki, because I know yours is going to be different from ours, yes. but I'm going to piggyback, piggyback off of what Raina Mocha said. Um, to, I've been listening to a few interviews, and to my knowledge, mm-hmm. these singles are not even going to be on her album. Oh. So she's basically doing what she did when she dropped No Frauds and those other two tracks that nobody remembers. Yeah. Um, and for me, I thought that Barbie Tings Rude. and... Ch- they, it, nobody... Re- I don't even Rude. remember those other two songs. I remember No Frauds because the hook was okay and Drake was on it. But other than that, I don't remember those other That's two songs. True. Like, I can't even tell you the names. I know. I, like, I, I'm, I'm blanking. I have no idea. But, I mean, Barbie Tings and Chung Lee, honestly, I think people, there are Nikki stands who are like, oh my gosh, Nikki killed it or whatever, blah, blah. And I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know what y'all listening to because I listen to each song like four times at this point. Um, and I honestly think that it all sounded the same. Like, she has like two bars at the beginning of Barbie Tings. And at Chung Lee, I honestly don't know what she's saying. <laughs> like, I don't know what she's saying. It all sounds the same. And I, I think people, I could honestly just get the instrumental and live for the beats, honestly. I don't even need to hear her. Um, Wait, so, can I say one thing before you Because <laughs> she about let to serve Let me get into my Nicki Minaj thing. All I want to say is I love Nicki Minaj, right. When to let, you have to learn sometimes when to let your fave like, have, have their moment. Right, exactly. Fade off and come back. Well, Nicki Minaj will not be fading off anytime soon. Would let you ladies know that. That's not happening. Um, I think what the issue is is that she's more focused on people putting her against other people mm-hmm. and then whatever happened on the motorsport lyrics like, oh, 
Quavo came to her with this song, and then he later asked if Cardi B could be on the song. And then it was three different tracks that she had to lay, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like, I really don't care about all of that. I feel like whatever she does is pretty solid. She's a very well-rounded artist. She has multiple streams of income. She's always going to be marketable. Um, I love the pink print. I love Pink Friday. I listen to both albums back to back. What about Roman Reloaded? I, mean, I love Roman Reloaded, but that's a sing like I loved all of them, but like the Pink Print and Pink Friday are my favorite. And I absolutely love Beat Me Up Scotty. Like, but we're not we talking be, about that. We talking I about know, Barbie Tiggs and Chung Lee, which is Well what I'm saying is because she's already established her career with a, with solid albums and solid mix mixtapes, like we really can't compare. Nikki. We're not comparing. I'm, not, I'm just making a point that we can't compare Nicki Minaj and Cardi B or even like say like Nicki Minaj can't perform or she can't live up to her own standard that she set herself because she's already like came out of the game with some pretty dope vibes. Like if we didn't have Cardi B right now, we'll still be singing her praises. But now we have like multiple sounds. So now we're like, oh. Well, Nicki Minaj ain't doing this, or because she was pitted against Remy Ma, it's like, oh my gosh, she not living up to the hype. But if she can like not talk about these bitches anymore and think about herself and focus on her own music, she would be fantastic because she's always been that way when she's in tunnel vision. So. I agree. She would definitely be fantastic if she focused on herself. The issue here is that she cannot <laughs> focus on herself. She can. She has the ability to focus on herself. She just has not. Chelsea, because like when people are looking for like, oh, I want you to dab me up on the last project you, whatever I did with you, or whatever remakes I did with you, or mm -hmm. whatever co project we collaborated on, it's like they're not focused on their own abilities. They're not focused on their lane. They're focused on somebody giving them some praise. Like the people are going to give you praise if you do dope shit. She doesn't need to focus on everybody else. She's diverting her attention. Okay, so but that's before, the issue. She, but before all that happened. She was dope. Like, but that's what do you think about Barbie Things, period? Like, what do you think of the Barbie song things, um, and what do you think of Chun-Li? Like, okay. Barbie Things made me think about, like, Be Me Up Scotty. Um, like, she's trying to go back to the Safari days, but it's kind of hard to do that without Safari. But that doesn't mean she doesn't have the ability. She just needs to focus. I mean, Nicki Minaj has always been, like, a part of a trio kind of drunk here. That's true. She's always been a part of a trio. So like Lil Wayne, he's all drugged up. Yeah. You know, Drake is doing his own thing. He's pumping out vibes every month, seems like. He on a new feature right. or he on a new album, whatever. And she doesn't really have a support system musically like she used to. And now she's dealing with all this drama. Like, oh, now I got to deal with Remy Ma's disses. Now I got to deal with Cardi B talking about she ain't heard the track that I put on Motorsport. Like, that can be a lot. It's a lot of distraction. I want to uh, say this about Nicki Minaj. Not, and I want to say because I rocked with Pink Friday. I want to say Pink Friday is my favorite album. I didn't even like hate whatever her pop. She kind of, she lost me after her pop album. But like Nicki Minaj also was just really comfortable to me. I yeah. think she got very comfortable. Right. She had her, she has her army of fans and stands and stuff like that. But to the me, Barbies. She, yeah. She, to me, she got really comfortable. <laughs> right. And she only was on features and i will say this and i love rihanna and i like i mean i but love Rihanna's rihanna like, no 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 because rihanna got real lane. comfortable too. no rihanna got really comfortable too i would not listen to any of her albums when she dropped anti i said okay bitch looks like you looked at yourself in the mirror 
And you said, I want to drop something that is I that care about. Is that her sophomore about. album, though? No, Anti was the last album she put out. It's, oh, like, okay. almost two years old now or more. But, I like, when Anti came out, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for from you. Because before, you were just putting out all these, like, you know, she put out stuff that hit, but, like, and then she featured on a lot of stuff, but, like, I didn't feel like I oh, was Oh, Anti got Rihanna. some, like, skin and some, some. It's got it. It got work on it, okay? It got work on it. Yeah, it do got work on it, boo. But, but, but with <laughs> the, like, going back to Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, not to compare the oh. two, because I honestly think that there is no comparing the two. I like Chun-Li too, though. Can I just say Chun-Li yeah. bangs in the car? I mean, t- t- I mean, that's your opinion. Okay. In my opinion, I don't think that these, t- in my opinion, when I listen to it, it sounds the same. And she's not giving me anything different. I think on Barbie Ting, she's still actually talking about Remy Ma. She throws a shot about her being on that little show and being like, you need to get off this little show. Mind you, she, like, this happened months ago. Nobody's even talking about her and Remy Ma no more. And Sheether been happened because she hasn't even responded to Sheether. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she did respond. She made that track. She made no frauds, but that wasn't a real response. Oh, I thought I that mean, was her response. Well, she tried, but it didn't work. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. That was her response, though. Right, she but, but the thing is, why is she still talking about it? Like, we are over it, and now you're but bringing it back like, up. I think that we might be personally over it, but I think a lot of people out there who don't really have much to do are not over it. I mean, it still comes up in the blogs. It still comes up online. It still happens she posts up, yeah, people are still, like, harping it up. Or, like, anytime she does an interview, they want to know, like, well, Remy, blah, 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 is still a part of her narrative. So I feel like at this yeah. point, you can't even, like, eliminate those instances or their incidents because they're still too fresh. Like, it's still within, like, a 12-month period. You can't, like, eliminate those occurrences from her rap game or her narrative. So if she wants to talk about it, fine. But I do I still, like... I kind of agree with you that it's a distraction. Yeah. Like, she should leave it alone. But I can't, like, say, well, I can't dictate an artist's art. Right. So. I can't dictate her art. But I like I like Nicki Minaj, but I'm not going to... Just because I like you, I'm not going to stand for everything that you do. If you are wrong, sis, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. If I don't like it, sis, I'm going to be honest and tell you I don't like it. Like, and I feel like this is the year of the woman. And Drake dropped Nice For What?, and I feel like women are so empowering and empowering each other. And here you come being a negative Nancy and a petty Betty with the whole you bitches still need to sing me praises and F you da 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 da. She did the whole Beats 100. Um, I know, but Cardi B does the same thing. She'd be like, you bitches da da da. She'd be like, I mean, you she know, does, but she didn't do it. didn't overshadow not, her album. Like, I, it, it, like she did so many did different things. She did Best Life. She mainly focused well, on Offset well, cheating ass. Get up, but that's an album up, versus two songs. Yeah, get up. 10 is her straight up telling people like yeah, she's like, literally cussing bitches. Well, it's her meek, right. it's her meek mill. She's like, let me get it out, get this out the way, and then I'm gonna go and do XYZ. I feel like if Nicki Minaj That's was gonna come back it, yeah. into the game, that we don't need two singles. You already gave us those three singles before. Where is your album, sis? That's what I we're think, waiting on. Honestly, what diminishes her brand is that she didn't even have to. I honestly feel like Nicki Minaj is so dope. She didn't have to do anything or say anything to Remy Ma. Or even drop any albums um, knowing that Cardi B was going to drop the same day. I'm sure word gets around. So she didn't even have to drop the same day. She could have just held it, wait, get your EP up or your album together, and then release at that time. Like, everybody, it's all about timing. And right. like, like, like somebody said, like, you know, like... Drake, he dropped that night when it when he dropped, he, <laughs> he took number one. Exactly. That was it. 
And no promote like she had this big promotion. Like, do you guys think that the promotion was too much? Like it was a whole for three Cardi? day no for for Nicki Minaj. Minaj. She oh. did a whole like countdown, like I have something coming. Everybody thinking it's an album, and here you come with these two singles who, you know, some people would like it was like three days of promotion. Yeah. Instead of like I feel like she could possibly be like how Beyonce just dropped lemonade. Yeah, she can. She could just do that. She like why Nicki why Minaj do that? Could, Nicki Minaj and that's what that's what I'm saying, because that's what we were saying earlier about if she just focuses on herself mm-hmm. and drops something golden, platinum, yeah. diamond encrusted. Nicki Minaj can do that. Yeah. But you're you're right. I didn't need to see all that. I wanna know what Rihanna's doing. Rihanna just made a post and said she's something well, she got she's a she, she about to give us some Fenty music <laughs> or something. She about to tell you shine, bitch. Shine. I'm just saying, like Nikki didn't need to do that, and it's I don't even I'm not even looking at them the same. I'm wanting right. Cardi, I'm not looking at them the same at all. Okay. And I want to hear Nikki. Exactly. They are separate entities, and I honestly believe that they both can exist. You know, female, and do well, and do well. And I think that the female rap beef has been around for some time, of course. and where they've been pinning women against each other. And not to say that this hasn't happened in the male industry because it definitely has. You had Ti and Little Flip going against who was the king of the south. So rap is a competitive sport, regardless, and True. depending on who you're dealing with, people Fancy. have a competitive, competitive nature, competitive minded, and I think Nikki is definitely competitive minded, and she has been comfortable and in that number one spot, and so. She did a recent interview with Beats 100 um, where she talked about what happened between her with Cardi B a little bit with the motorsport incident. Mm -hmm. She initially talked about how Quavo wanted her to get on a different song and then she heard motorsport and wanted to get on motorsport. And then he told her that the guys were going to be on it and then told her, okay, do you care if Cardi B's on it? Mm -hmm. Now, Academics recently dropped Nicki Minaj's original verse. So Mm -hmm. the reason she had to change her verse is because the part where she says when if Quavo, if Quavo is the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi. Mm-hmm. Originally, she said, if Cardi's the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi. Um, and then Cardi requested for her to take that out um, via Atlantic. Was like, oh, can you please take that out? Take my name out. Because Nick Lombardi is the guy who like created the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he's like the exec. Yeah. And if you know the quarterback is like under him so i guess possibly to me it could be a dig and saying like i'm better than you i mean if then that that's probably how cardi perceived it and i, I would have perceived it i'm about to say it's like she don't owe cardi like uh, a tiptoe like i don't feel like i should have the tiptoe around another me personally around another female's feelings or self-esteem if I'm I'm being who I am, maybe she didn't, maybe she wasn't cognizant of what Cardi B had to say, or like, or what her her lyrics actually said. Like maybe she was just like rapping, and then she was like, oh shit, well maybe I should change. That's what you're saying. Like yeah. she, she's like, oh I'm gonna change it. I don't think like that's why I think I think sometimes we overthink things, we read too much into things, and we create our own narratives for these artists out here who are out here like living their dreams and creating their arts like they're speaking their truths if she feel like okay Quavo so what is it 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 was like I guess originally it said if Cardi's the QB I'm Nick Lombardi so and I guess Cardi took it as like you're like you're saying you're better than me okay because she always seemed like when she was talking on Beats 100 she was like I always see like Quavo and them as my baby 
And when she say like stuff like like Swali or Swaley, whatever his mm-hmm. name, like, oh, that's my baby. Whenever I see like if I say, Oh, this is my baby, I'm thinking like this is somebody I care for. So this is somebody under me that I I wanna take under my wing and also take with me in life. Yeah, protege. Mm-hmm. But I don't think like that means every time she's groom, th- though, like in a yeah, sense. she you never know. Like Nicki Minaj been in the game for a long time, way longer than me goes. So maybe Quavo came to her and was like, yeah. "Hey, they might have chopped it up and had a conversation." Iron sharpens sharpens iron. You never know what kind of conversations t- took place. You know, before. Cardi B even got on Love and Hip Hop and got with um, Offset or whatever. Yeah, I mean, because Cardi, been is anything. Ba- Cardi B is a baby. Like, she's, she's coming up mm-hmm. in, a, in a, like, she's young and she, we don't know how, like, I don't know Cardi B's, like, backstory other than Love and Hip Hop and stuff like that. But we also, that's why the arts are such a beautiful thing. It's to oh, have sorry. conversations oh, like and this. Expression. Because yeah. of how yeah. I feel about literature. Right. And, like, that, you can go on for hours talking about what you get out of a book and what, right. you, what you thought an author was trying to say. We have no idea what these artists were trying to say, what they were doing. They might just sit down and write, or they might sit down with the person who writes for them mm-hmm. and right. just, you know, put some things down on paper. Mm-hmm. But th- at the end of the day, they're not sitting here like, oh, I wonder if this is going to offend, like, right. no, you just, you just, you're being an artist. Right. The interesting thing, the only interesting thing, and we're going to wrap this up, but the only interesting thing is that I feel like Nikki is asking for homage from Cardi B, where in the same breath she did not give homage to Kim. Okay. And, you know, like, even on her Chung Lee shot, she has on a similar outfit that Kim had on. Um, and she's, you know, definitely mimicked Kim in a lot of instances and in a lot of, of her outfits. And so the interesting thing is how you, you're asking for something that you ultimately did not give. So now you want the same praise that you didn't even sing. So honestly, in my opinion, in my opinion, she's asking for too much possibly. Um, because I don't consider, I don't consider them, they're similar, they're both female rappers, but Mm -hmm. they sound different to me. And so I look at them totally different. I don't think Cardi raps like Nicki. Nicki has a different cadence. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, I don't necessarily think, I understand, you know, I think she said like, oh, I might, at one interview she did say I admire Nicki Minaj, Trina or whatever, but I don't know what you want, sis, and I'm not finna roll out no red carpet and kiss your ass. Well, and and, and Nicki Minaj didn't do the same thing when it came to... Uh, little Kim and Foxy Brown and we were talking about this earlier like it's just it is the name of the game and the fact like the whole that was there Nikki's doing all these like similar outfits and shoots and photos and stuff like that that look similar to little Kim but like she's doing that now I, I, well, she did that before because there was another. Um, she did the same pose before she was looking on a lollipop. It was like one of those big spiral. Ones. I know what you're talking about. But I know so, exactly what you're talking and about. And it was similar to a little. Was Kim. that homage or was that or was that? Here's like, the I'm thing. Doing Anytime it flattery better. is the best. Flattery is like a form of whatever. Imitation yeah, yeah, imitation is a form of flattery. Part. Whatever. So with that being said, like I feel like even though she didn't verbalize. Oh, you know, I praise you for all your accomplishments that you come before me. Lil' Kim, you're amazing. I think, like, even copying somebody is like, bitch, this is dope. So I'm going to copy this shit. 
and do it. I do think it's a fair argument to say, you know, karma is a bitch. What goes around comes around. At the same time, I feel like Nicki Minaj is so great that she doesn't really have to focus on these other artists. If she just does her and focus focuses on herself, she would be great in the game. Everybody has a lane. Everybody can sit at the table. Right. So in wrapping this up, I guess we can agree to the conclusion that sis might need to focus on herself. She is a great person, but... I- we can go without all of the bitches and the additional disses. We we know that she's capable of being deeper. Um, so yeah, moving on. We just want to. I want to give a quick shout out to women in sports. Um, you know, the I know the NBA final uh, playoffs are going on right now. Um, and this is the only time I really watch the NBA is during the finals because this is the only time I think they actually play. Dwayne. You should watch the regular season. It's good no, too. no, 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 it's no. Great. They be injured and be sitting on the bench with million dollar contracts, and I don't, they don't play no defense. Oh my gosh. But anyway, on May sixth, the WNBA starts, and yes. I want to give a huge shout out to the South Carolina Gamecocks, who we had our first number one draft pick on the women's side, Asia Wilson. Um, she went to the Las Vegas Aces, and so I'm gonna be going to at least you know a good bit of WNBA games in Atlanta and DC. So if oh, you, anybody, oh, okay, I want, I need, I'm going to take you guys to Atlanta it. because I'm going to make you sit down and pay attention and I'm actually going <laughs> to allow you to be like, ask me questions during the game. Okay, usually, hold on, hold on, pause. You mean Nicki Minaj, I mean, <laughs> Nicki, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj I know how to follow basketball okay, bet. just fine. Right, well, I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell you the different players and why it's a, I'm just saying. You can be a host, that's Yes, cool. I'll be a host. I'm, I'm open to that. Yes, I'm probably going to go to a game there. Very soon. So if you guys want to talk bas- WNBA basketball with me, I'm going to be talking a lot of WNBA, bas- WNBA basketball come this summer. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to AWP Podcast. I'm Nikki Panash of NikkiPanash.com. I want to let you all know that I've revamped my site. I made it a little bit more intimate. You can learn more about my life as a creative podcaster and lawyer. You can also stream AWP podcasts straight from the blog page. Now, let's get back to the show. You know what's up next. It's all about relationships. What do women really want? Let's find out. Hey, guys. We're back on the playground, and we want to talk about what women want. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so... Here's the thing. Men believe that women don't know what they want. Men claim that we openly state that we want a nice guy who's a gentleman and who is supportive and sweet. But when we get that, we do not respond positively to that type of guy. I mean, I just think that's kind of crazy. It only appears that women really positively respond to a man who might be a nice guy, who is also a bit of an asshole, or something akin. In other words, the typical guy needs an edge, a backbone. Um, He needs to genuinely live his truth unapologetically. Sure, sure. To me, this is an an onion that has many layers. So let's talk about it. Like, let's begin to peel back some of these many layers of what we truly desire as women. And what do women of a women's playground really want? Do we even know what we want? Do you want to start, Raina, or you want me to go? Hey. Um, so, I mean, 
I think that the qualities that I would look for in a significant other would be honesty. And I start with honesty because I think it encompasses a lot of different things. You got all your qualities? Yes, you I have it written down. Okay, because... okay so <laughs> top five important qualities. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so I'm going to hit on my top five. The first one is honesty. And I think honesty covers like integrity, being open, trustworthy, and showing security. Like That's all under my honesty umbrella. Because if you're an honest person, you're going to have integrity, you're going to speak candidly, you're going to be a trustworthy type person, and you're going to, and being trustworthy, I'm going to be secured. You're gonna, I'm going to be secured in you, you're going to be secured in me, because I know, in fact, that you're being honest with me. Mm-hmm. The second one would be financial stability and fi- being financially aware. Um, I think that I read somewhere that one of the top reasons that relationships end is because of money. So being able to communicate about being financially stable is important to me. Also, sense of humor. I want to be able to laugh with you. I want us to be able to trip and be ourselves. I'm a really goofy person, so that's a top five quality for me. And then affection. And affection also has an umbrella under it where it's like physically affectionate, emotionally affectionate, verbally, personally. You're acknowledging your feelings. You're able to express them and talk to me about that. That also goes with honesty. And then maturity. Because I think, I personally think maturity is not just a number, how old you are, but it's a mindset. Um, You could have somebody who's really old who's immature, and you can have somebody who's really young who is in a mature state of mind because of the things that they have gone through. Um, And that's just being mature and understanding yourself. And I think that a a person like that would be able to, like, communicate with me well. So that's my top five, top five, top five. (laughs) Okay, so my top five... um, I love that movie, by the way. Top five is awesome. Top five, top five. <laughs> um, mine, my top five would be honesty because um, I, I, to echo what you said, I believe that honesty is more than just like you saying, you know, oh, this happened or that happened. Honesty is really, is your character, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's how you treat people. It's how you, you talk to the most random person, whether it's like, the CEO, someone that you are trying to impress, or if it's literally just like a bum on the street, like how are you interacting with the person? Honesty comes out, and that really shows your true character. Um, ambition is huge for me because it just is. Like I've always, I mean, I I found some like documents that my mom gave me recently of like just the most random stuff that I used to write down at like the age of like twelve or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've always been. Like, I tried to create a retirement account when I was, like, in second grade. Jesus. Yes, I was saving my 50 cents um, from my allowance. Like, stuff like that. So, like, ambition is huge to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you want to do. Go to you. Um, loyalty is huge to me because loyalty goes further than that's more than your relationship uh, and being faithful. Loyalty is just, like, are you down the ride or not? Right. Like, friends, family, like people you encounter why would you be in my circle if you're not loyal exactly why would you why would i even waste my time talking to you if i if i have to worry about you talking out of both sides of your mouth exactly you know so loyalty in general communication is huge to me because i don't stop talking so like (laughs) i need to know what you're thinking like what like we let's talk let's just talk and talk and talk 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 um and then family oriented is like that's a good one because i just i grew up in a big family i remember we were talking about like you know our friend groups and stuff and i realized that like my sisters are my best friends and 
when you have a family, when, when your family is close, or even if your family is not close, but you know that you want to create a family that is close mm-hmm. and build that, it's all that you need. Right. You know? And friends can be family, but they also have to have, like, the family where it's like, you come to, like, the stuff that could be boring. Mm-hmm. Or, you you know, you just show up. Right. You show up. Right. Girl, y'all are giving me a run for my money. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's very important that you be ambitious because that is, like, the foundation of you being a go-getter and out here, like, chasing your cream or whatever. So, like, you need to have ambition. Um, you need to be a, a self-starter, an initiator. I love that. Um, gotta be fun loving cause I'm very goofy so I do goofy shit all the time like and I say weird shit you know I talk in different voices it's <laughs> it's a real thing so um, that um, I think you should be trustworthy um, you know just like build your character um, like maybe I, I, everybody's got a flaw you know and everybody like I feel like falls short of glory and sometimes they do things to protect you, and sometimes, you know, it's not, like, what you would prefer. Right. But they try to, like, they try their best. You know what I mean? So, in doing that, I want you to be trustworthy. Like, always do your best. Always try to protect me. Be someone that I can trust. Right. You know, with, with my life. Um, you know, and a spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a kindred spirit is at the top. That's non-negotiable because... I don't like forcing anything. I don't like trying in a personal relationship, in a friendship. I want things to just click. If it don't click, then it's like, you must have quit, right? And then believes in God. Okay, Johnny Cochran. Hey, (laughs) that's a click. Um, I think you should believe in God because at the end of the day, like, you know, humans fail us and, you know, you got to turn to somebody and it better be God. You know, don't, you know, it said the Bible says trust no man. I feel like we can still trust humans, but we don't have to deeply trust them. We can trust in God's process and his wisdom and that'll lead us to the right place. So they that preaching tonight. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to preach though. Um, <laughs> what kind of hygiene do you want your man to have? Cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's right. Okay, I'm type OCD. So I mean, I used to date. I, I dated this guy, and I remember he spilled um, barbecue sauce on my comforter. <laughs> Girl, when I tell you, I went off like that was the end of the night. I was like, get out. So I mean, I don't want to have to babysit nobody. I'm not picking up after nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a very clean person. I'm so clean to the extent that I know I would have to be with somebody who's either just as clean or very close. Yeah. Yes, we we have been in Gwen's <laughs> Don't judge space. my it's life. So it is like so clean. It it makes me happy to be in there. Is do, is it realistic for me? No, <laughs> but it's yes. Like y'all, are, y'all yeah. Are, I mean, I'm not. A I'm weird, but, but like you're like really, really, really. Clean. Yeah, my mom She's says like all military the time. Clean, y'all. And I've never been nothing near to the military. You're, like for those who understand military clean, she's. Literally, I can see when stuff are out of place. Like, if you move a remote or (laughs) it's OD like that. Like, my sister, like, I went out of town and she was like, oh, I'm going to vacuum in lines because I know you like lines. And I was like, I do. I thank you for appreciating. Oh, you one of those girls. I am. I mean, I won't, like, kill you because I understand that, you know, people are themselves. But I I appreciate when you do try to try to be as clean as me. I'm gonna say what hygiene is just yeah. I'm gonna need you to to be clean. 
I don't think I, I mean, I just, I've never been around someone like funky, like, mm. or just not care. You know, like, um, nasty. people are nasty, girl. Yeah, people are nasty. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm very keen on keeping the kitchen and the bathrooms clean, yeah, um, and Clorox mm. down. Say that but down. as a personal person, like, as a, like, a, somebody taking care of their hygiene, like, I, I like for somebody's teeth to be completely white, as white as can be. I know that's a high standard. Get you some 3D whitening. Get you some white strips. Like, I try all the time. Like, that's the goal. Peroxide and yeah. whatever. Baking soda, make it happen. Um, I like somebody who drinks a lot of water. That's yes, important. Because you taste things if you don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, for that reason as yes, well. Yes, that's an important reason to drink your water by uh, your business. Okay. Water is one of the elements of life, so it's so important. Um, I like somebody who um, will iron their clothes before we go out, but I guess it has nothing to do with hygiene. That it is, it does. Okay, presentation is important. Yeah. Presentation. Presentation. Um, and I like to, you know, what I do. This is like a side note. I like to buy special soaps for whatever whatever guy I'm dating. If I want him to smell a certain way. Okay, I mean, it might be kind of creepy. I'd be like, look, I bought this soap for you. I want you to try it. And, yeah. That's not, the thing I do, the like, thing soap, that, lotion. Like, I'll, that's not creepy. Yeah, I control your soap, your lotion, your cologne. It's controlling. You said the first word. Yeah, what you saying? No, but, you know what? <laughs> it is. No, it's not necessarily controlling. They like it's it, that you know that You know that your scent, if you, you your, your, like, pheromones bond yeah. with certain, like, essential mm-hmm. oils and stuff like that. Deodorant. Some, some people do not need to wear... Certain, certain things. things. If I sniff you one time and I like you, I know what you should wear. Like I'm if you a- grown as hell still wearing Irish Springs, grow <laughs> the fuck up. Anything that's no old commercial. Spice. No acts, <laughs> no old spice, none of that. You know what's really Ugh. nice? The um the Dolce and Gabbana deodorant. Like the deodorants that are like colognes and perfumes. Those wow. are amazing. I didn't even know Dolce & Gabbana made deodorant. I mean, you know, I'm very like natural Lisa, like, so I like I like you to have a little sandalwood and. Like, oh yes, and, and jasmine and yeah, cedar. I like like I want to. I want you to smell like a man that's been in the forest all day, just digging through the digging earth. through things okay. and gathering and hunting things. It really and, does. Yes, God. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> just got hot in here. <laughs> Not hot in here. Um, okay, what is your, what would you like for his love language to be? Okay, hold on, let's be clear about love languages, because your love language is how you receive, so it's important to know that when you're saying, like, what the, what you want someone's love language to be is how you want to give love, how you want to give love to them, not how they receive love, (laughs) that's a very conceited question Yeah, I'm a little confused. Like, my love, like... So there's five languages of love. I'm just gonna pull that up for y'all. But like mine is um, words of affirmation and like um, words of affirmation and um, acts like acts, acts of service. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna pull it up. But like for me to be like what I want to give to my partner means it's like this is what I want to give and not what they not what their love language is. So. It so is, like my ideal partner would be he his love language would be. Um, words of affirmation because I like to communicate. I agree with that. I think my ideal partner would have words of affirmation, and I think with words of affirmation, or no, no, probably acts of kindness, maybe like acts of kindness, because that way 
I, I would hate to say, yeah, but people don't go out of their way for people that they don't love. You know right, what I'm saying? So right. with, with acts of service, if you're doing it, you're most likely doing it out of love. Mm-hmm. I, like, I know when I do things, when I really care about, I like, I do it out of love. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, with, with no expectation of getting anything in return. Oh, that's sweet. The five languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Okay, so this is my ranking. I would like for him to have... Words of affirmation, um, receiving gifts. I love to give gifts. God, you can really only do a top two. I don't know, like if quality touch or physical touch. I mean, quality time or physical touch is like. Can we do a top three? People typically you you like dabble into a third one, but you typically only have two that you like really do. Words of affirmation and quality time. I'm gonna go acts of service and quality time. Oh, or is it physical touch? Physical touch is if <laughs> you I, like to give physical quality touch. Quality, t- physical quality time. I think quality time yeah. just turns into physical touch. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Like, even if I'm just sitting there talking to you, it's fine. But if in that quality time, you want me to, like, rub your back. <laughs> so for me, I, I like to receive words of affirmation. And I like, I think I like quality time over acts of service like I like when people, I like both of those equally because I feel like they're this they kind of mesh well mm-hmm. I like giving gifts and I like doing things I like receiving gifts that's definitely at the top <laughs> that's that's my shit like I my oh shout out to my aunties and my family who like sent me gifts off my housewarming registry like that's a real thing like receiving things in the mail makes me feel like it's that Christmas does make me it gives me a euphoria. listen I just ordered some shoes <laughs> oh and I'm so excited for them to get here like I'm just I know they're coming but the whole thing about a box waiting for me like, is a big deal it is okay, so y'all are definitely receiving it's like gifts. I'm box. not I'm okay, not, okay I'm really not that type of, I like to get, I love giving gifts I love surprising people with like things that they're just like oh my god because I like I pay attention to stuff like that but I I definitely think I'm I like to receive words of affirmation and I um I definitely like quality time because I, feel I like, like acts of service as my second one receiving gifts and acts of service because I like people I like my man to take out the trash you know walk the dog like that shit makes me very happy you know, walk my dog in the morning and in the afternoon and in True. the evening. So all I got to do is pet him, rub him, talk to my dog. That's acting service as well. He likes to be talked to. Mm-hmm. You mad? <laughs> it's wild. Okay. Do you prefer an entrepreneur, a hustler, or a nine-to-five guy? I prefer you to love whatever you do because I think at the end of the day, I don't want to be around anybody who doesn't love what they do because that just creates a mean, nasty person. Like, Mm -hmm. I can only imagine. You bring all of that stuff from work Mm -hmm. home and, you know, that that offers some frustration. So I don't care what you do as long as you're passionate, ambitious, and you're trying to get to the next level and be at the top of whatever that is. That's like probably the best answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like an entrepreneur because typically they are doing something that they love, but then also they That's have true. the flexibility. That's what I'm into. I want to be able to like see you in the middle of the day, have an early dinner, go on vacation. You can still get your work done 
and kick it with me too. So I like the flexibility of an entrepreneur or something akin to an entrepreneur. Like a nine to five, somebody got to report early in the morning and then leave at five in the evening. I like more like, you know how the IT guys be at home all day working <laughs> and shit? Like, really? Do they? Like some IT guys work from home. Yeah, it's a remote situation, and um, I like to come home, you know, <laughs> you never know in the middle of the day, but like, hey, baby. I mean, hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Start twigging for no reason, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Too much? Um, I'm okay. just going to ask her what Ronnie should say. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I want you to be doing what you, like, you want to be doing. Fine. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, let's see. How social do you want your man to be with your friends, family, and or colleagues? Yeah, I'll just say that that's like with communication with me. Like my my if if the people I associate with matter to me. If they're in my life, there's a reason why they're in my life. So, um, yeah, like well, my fiance knows everyone that I know. So right. it, it's always been important to I, me for people for the person I went to like know my friends. How else are you going to understand the stories I'm talking about? Or right. you think, if, <laughs> if you, you don't, don't know, know my friend. If you don't know who the person is, or if you don't understand like how my sisters are and stuff like that, like yeah. you have to know the people I'm talking about, or else they're just names. People, right. I agree with you. I'm just piggybacking off what you said. Um, I want you to be as social as I am. I want us to be equally as social. Like I don't want us to... like. I don't want you to be too overly social because I've had, I've been what in that situation. That I've been in that situation where I'd be like, okay, girl, you a little too close oh, and you yeah. a little too smiley. Oh, and I had okay. to tell him go sit in the corner. Right. And gotcha. but, it's okay to put him in the corner. Right. Too. It's okay. So we got to be so equally yoked that I could look at you. I remember my mom used to give us this look and you just knew, calm your little ass down. Right. I want to be able to like, okay, you doing a lot right <laughs> we equally oh, as social what is that, that? Oh, it's just a mirror y'all oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you get fascinated over right. mirror, that's how you know you be into yourself like oh what is that that is me that is me <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah so i want him to be equally as social as me how would you like for his communicative skills to be i think i just answered this question yeah, yeah. okay um does it matter if his parents like you um, it does. Like I, I can definitely say I've been in probably like four or five long term relationships, and I think the only, I think maybe one parent didn't like me because I think he was a mama's boy, and I think his mom thought I was stealing her son, mm. and then the other parents didn't like me because honestly, he he included them too much in our relationship, and it was just they knew too much, awkward. but and it was awkward. But for the most part, I would prefer that I get along with your parents. Nice. It's like getting along with someone's friends. Like, yeah. You don't want to go up and be like, I'm like, I'm here, girl, don't like me. Yeah, that's, like, that's awkward. Weird. And that's awkward situations. Nobody and likes then, that. And then you have to, then you can't be around them together because you're like, y'all don't get along. Yeah. So why would we hang out together? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting along with someone's parents is like really, really important. And it causes a lot of conflict when it's not. So, yeah, I, you got to get along. Yeah, you definitely got to get along. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like you need to be your best self. You know, like, you know how you go visit some, you know how you go to church? You got to be your best self in church. You're not going to curse. You're right. not going to talk to somebody, mama, daddy, crazy. You're going to be, like, <laughs> real nice to everybody. 
So be your best self when you're around my parents and they will like your ass. You know right. what I mean? And I'm going to be my best self around your parents and give them the utmost respect that they deserve because you are descendant of them. Right. And they will like me. And I feel like that settles everything. Um, ooh, okay. These are like hard. Uh, okay. Do you prefer someone who is not already a father? That's our last question. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. For the rest of my I'm listening. I, I, w- I use the word you use was prefer. Yes. So in that sense, yes. I understand that we live in a day and age where the older we get, the less likely that is. Mm-hmm. However, I do prefer. I don't because that brings in another person to be included into your relation. Actually, another two people: your the child and the child's parent, and that's just like. All right, so I'm not trying to run by everything before with you and run by this person. Like I cannot deal. I don't want to do. That's extra baggage, and I would prefer not to have it. Yeah. Um. Same. Like I, you know, like I always say, I I had a one child maximum, but I prefer not to date somebody who's already a father. I mean. When it comes to having the freedom to travel, having the freedom to link up in the middle of the day, not being on any time constraints because you got to go pick up your child from daycare or school, like, i much rather not have to deal with the rigmarole. So, like, I want you to be there for me, like, right. and for us to do stuff. Because you're competing with that baby. Yeah. And I want no girl pissing on my yard. What? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm going to say... You know what I'm saying? No. But, yeah, like, no kids are... Yeah, no kids. Okay, I mean. well... Well, it seems like the women of a woman's playground know what they want. So, if you are dating or interested in one of these ladies, well, get your shit together. You, I hope that you took some notes. <laughs> not if you interested. Uh, yeah, wait, hold on. Took, like, I'm... Huh? No, off the market. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you're dating, uh, you're engaged. Like, Raina Mocha is engaged and off the market. You're going to shoot your shot. We all know that. <laughs> Keep your shot to yourself, okay? Because he'll come Well, DMs give me, um, what's it? It boosts my esteem. I mean, I don't need them, but I do like to <laughs> oh, see them. Let yeah, me know I still yeah. got them. A little sizzle like. Don't holler. Like, I still got it. I still <laughs> got it. Don't holler at me. Don't holler at me. Don't holler at me. Don't send that energy my way. I don't really. You can say you want to but I, but just for self esteem. But don't really come. Like you I just, just you, <laughs> like just say, girl, you looking good these yeah, days. Yeah, compliment, compliment, yeah, not a real shoot your shot. Yeah, like, don't hey, really. What you doing? Tonight? Like the ball never gonna actually go into the rim. Probably. And we want the married <laughs> men to stay out of our DMs. That's all. I'm sorry. That is a whole nother conversation. Okay. But we will save that for another discussion. I'm trying to live. I got to tell y'all the story about how a married man asked me to be his side piece in the most sincere way possible. (laughs) Next time, I got y'all. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to A Woman's Playground. Um, We have had so much fun recording this episode. I hope you all are enjoying this and laughing a whole lot. Furthermore, if you have any questions or any interesting topics that you would like for us to discuss, we would like for you to write in at awppodcast at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Raina Mocha is up next. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, We're going to get into the mixed bag segment. And so this week, I want to talk about rewriting gender norms in 2018. Yay. <laughs> so, like, relationships and households, they've always looked either very meshed regarding, like, gender roles or very traditional. 
And I really just think there's just two. It's either you're meshed because you're blending gender roles or it's just traditional household or relationship. So I'm curious as to what women's expectations are in men um, and how they feel they have to perform a specific gender role or something or like that they genuinely want to perform um, a gender role because everyone's not out here trying to mesh. They enjoy what they're doing. And it, it doesn't matter if you're living together or not. It's just what how you're performing in your relationship. So like a lot of people still hold traditional values that the man should protect the family and provide and the woman should manage the home and children. And this is whether or not the woman works. Okay. So I recently, um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, for Queer Eye for a Straight Guy is, has like rebooted. So the old, the old version of Queer Eye for a Straight Guy was, it's five guys, five gay guys who go and they, they revamp a straight man's whole life. Like he looks usually like a bum and then they like, they do wine and food and culture and everything else, um, dealing with his life they they groom him they try to like fix his relationship and everything like that but um it was really interesting because i mean obviously there's a whole different lifestyle um and with with same-sex couples and so it was cool because the guy was saying in the the reboot episode he was saying like oh like well tell me you know what is what's the situation um, for same-sex couple, same-sex couples? And the guy was talking about that there's a moon energy and like a sun energy, and he basically described it as moon being more feminine and sun being masculine, and there can be a blend of the two. And so I just want to talk about like what that can look like in all relationships, whether or not you live together or not. Okay. So let's get into it here on the playground. So what are two expectations you have going into a relationship regarding gender norms and like why are they important to you? I mean, the, the, the things that just jump off of my mind and that's because I don't like doing them is like pumping gas and <laughs> like taking out the trash. Like those are things I just don't want to deal with like at all. Um, I'm not necessarily big on like bills i haven't been in a relationship where we've had to establish that so i don't even really know how that would go about um i think you'd have to take a lot of things into consideration um as in what you make together um because i don't i don't i understand the whole point of like okay if a man makes if the man you know pays the rent and you take care of everything else or um like it, it would like what if I make more money? Um, so those are things that would have to be taken into consideration. I haven't necessarily been in that situation, so I don't know how to really speak on that. I feel like I would have to deal with that when it comes. Okay. Hmm. Um. Ooh, um. Expectation of gender norms. I want a man to be capable of leading the household. Um, I don't always want to be a leader. At, at the house, like, um, when I think about leading the household, it's like, okay, let's talk about finances, let's talk about having children, um, not that, like, my ideas, my ideas are not 
prioritize or important, but like someone who kind of like, um, when I think of a leader in the household, I think of people who can assess your mood and assess your thoughts and evaluate who you are and like kind of feel where you are mm -hmm. and what you kind of want to like talk about what you need or what you want in life. And that's hard because that means you have to be dating somebody who's really for you. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say this one thing. Uh, this is a tangent. Sorry. Um, one day I had I had gone on a date with somebody to the Waffle House. I hate I hate the Waffle House, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> went to the Waffle House because this is where he wanted to eat, whatever. Said, so, okay, babe, like, hey, we can go to the Waffle House. It's going to be some dumb shit. And as soon as I sat down, the girl behind me, Ate some peanut something, had peanut allergies, start going to like epileptic whatever shock. And my eyes just got big. And he knew. He was like, Would you like to leave? And I was like, Yes. As a matter of fact, I'd like to have your keys and I'm gonna sit in the car. Please get our food and I will be there waiting for you. All of a sudden the ambulance rushes in. The the girl before I even went outside, the waiter kept coming over like, I'm so sorry. Like it's not even your fault. This bitch came here to the Waffle House knowing do y'all keep cook most shit and peanut oil and now you got your kid eating peanut oil shit <laughs> and I, I gotta feel uncomfortable by being in a place I didn't want to be in the first I'm place so, so when I say that be a leader like be able to assess the situation evaluate and know that there's something on my mind I mention it to you bring it up if I need something, mm -hmm. like, give it to me. If I want something, if you don't want to give it to me or you don't want to work shit out, we can all have what we want. Like, let's have a discussion about it. Okay, so leadership in the household. <laughs> to take that trash out. If we don't have valet trash, Girl. thank God for valet trash. <laughs> right. But if we don't have valet trash, please take that shit out and don't make me ask you twice. I agree. Um, I'm going to say... Those two things are exactly mine. Like I grew up in the country, so Same. my daddy always took the <laughs> he always took the trash to the landfill. So I don't know what like I would go on trips with him, and like my sister would come with like us sometimes, and we would do the recycling and stuff. But other than that, um, I wasn't doing that, so I'm yeah, not trying I'm not. to do that. I every time I pump gas, I have I get annoyed. Like. I just like that is. Okay, I'm gonna go back to um, Gwen's so gas sorry. thing because that is really weird. That's some like northern. Shit. I hate pumping gas. That's some northern shit because like, you, what are you talking about? You pump gas. I hate pumping so gas. Like, like I should not have to touch the gas true. thing. I don't know. I have a southern background, but I also have a, a up north background. But I just always feel like, first of all, passenger side. I I, I know many couples who the man always drives. Um, and of course you're on the driver's side, so of course you know when the tank is low, so you pump the gas. I just to me that makes my, sense. My pump is not on the driver's side because I drive a German. No, but I'm saying you can tell when the gas tank okay, is low. Okay, true, true. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. That's okay. interesting. That I might uh, look, I might like, you know, weave that into like my life, but I've just mm -hmm. always pumped mine in gas and I've like like if we're so for instance on a trip, mm. I'm not doing that. I'm definitely not paying for the gas because we're on a trip. I don't know. That has something to do with me. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. Like, I, that's never been my, my thing. But um, secondly, yeah, when if something needs to be handled, like, handle it. That's just how I am. Like, that this, I don't like this person. This shit is bothering me. Something happened. Like, 
like goons plot up and let's go. <laughs> That's just how I am. But those are like my two biggest like qualities that. going yeah. into a relationship. Like if I'm out and somebody's looking at me crazy, why he looking at me like that? <laughs> why did she just say that? Like, but that's just. But I'm just. I just get annoyed when stuff like is yeah, happening true. around me, and I'm just like, well, I feel this way, so let's just let's just wrap this situation up mm, and then go. I'm a no. I'm not touching trash, gas handles, or doors. So, oh, I second that. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Woo. Okay. Uh, sorry. So what? Gender norms in 2018 do you all feel are out of date? I don't know. Like, out of date in a good way or out of date in a bad way. Whatever. I think, think this generation is so interesting. I like watching them. Even after us, this generation is just becoming very interesting. The gender norms are blending. The families are very different. So, that's going to um, change gender norms as well. So, um, I think for a traditional household, then yeah, it would be the same. Um, but I do think the way that with women getting paid equally, the the money and how you spend it may be a little bit different. Like I like you know, in the I could possibly make more money than you, and and that's fine, and that is fine, and so that would mean that. You know, we would have to be strategic about how we spend money and who pays for what and stuff like that. So I think that that would only be the difference in the sense that women are growing in their careers and possibly more likely making more money than men. So that would change somewhat in 2018 and to come. Uh, It could be that. Maybe that, like, men don't um, do a lot of, like, household chores. Like, I think men should do more household chores like wash the dishes or at least load the dishwasher my god you know you don't want the whole placement like yesterday's chicken <laughs> or three days ago sea bass like come on so, um, equality and work yeah like, equality and like washing clothes and stuff like washing that. clothes oh i'm bad at washing clothes like i will leave shit in the washer for like Dang. a day <laughs> Same. I'm like, let me lift the lid so this I'm is like, a sour oh my god <laughs> but it won't be I had to keep rewashing it until I can remember to dry it. <laughs> so I hope that like whoever I married like is really really good at washing clothes. Right, it should uh, be equal. Right, um, and cleaning up. Like I like to clean. I like to do a good thorough cleaning on Saturdays. So, with that being said, like you know, help me clean on Saturdays. Um, yeah, clean so up, let's, clean up. Let's everybody be, everywhere. Yeah, toe toe or whatever on on the cleaning shit. Um, you said something. What did you say? Or you said something. About what? About, oh, the more money thing. Yeah. I can't date nobody who I make more money than. <laughs> I can't. I did that so many times, and I deal with, like, self-esteem issues with them. Like, they don't like that shit. Do that you shit realize that you will more likely make more money? Nah, or? I'm... I'm I'm definitely gonna date somebody and somebody <laughs> who She like nah. No, yeah, Nick Nash is making money and yeah. she's like, you gotta make more You gotta her. make more than me. Because I already dated That's guys true. who like I they so. do something and they feel like, Oh, you're a lawyer, so blah blah and it's weird because then I gotta deal with the whole well, how much money do you really make? So basically we don't have capped income or salary or whatever. But it was kind of like ever since then the whole relationship went downhill. The whole like 
dynamic. It it sounds like an insecurity type of thing. It is, but it's like, that's not the first time, you know? Like, I was seeing somebody who was like an x-ray something technician or something. Make good money. Or something. Right, but nobody wants to deal with that type of extra. Yeah. It's hard when you like good looking and smart and you make good money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I had the two of Bell, belding. Yeah. So for me, it's like I, um, when it comes to an out of date norm for 2018, y'all, if y'all don't know how to cook your food by now, I just um, don't have anything. Mm. Like seriously, you're lazy. That's that's all that it is. Mm. You can't tell me like I get it. Everyone didn't grow up learning how to cook their own meals. Okay, but. When you reach a certain age to be like, oh, I don't cook. Okay, well, it's time to learn how to cook. It's time to learn how to make some things you like. Start with stuff that you like to cook or that you like to eat and then learn how to cook that. I mean, I'm so serious. If you like grilled cheese and tomato soup, learn how to make you from scratch grilled cheese and tomato soup. Make like, bread too. Not the bread. Okay. I'm about to say bread is like real artisan that. type. I make bread. It is a. It's a. That's yeah. impressive. But it's. A, it's like a. That's like a lost thing to me. But yeah, I just mean like know how to cook a good grilled cheese on the on the stove right. and know how to like make tomato soup from scratch. Not a can. No, like learn how to make some. Like go with what you like. It is a the biggest pet peeve of mine that people like don't know how to feed themselves. I'm not here. Like I love to cook, so. It's fine. Like women trap look, women trap men with like food. But like you know, or like you know, the way to a man's heart, heart like, is through his stomach or whatever. The way like to that. my heart is to my through stomach. <laughs> right. Don't you like to eat? I like to eat. Thank so. you. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's equality. Not, it's not just like <laughs> women cooking for men. It's like I like to eat too a lot. And I have a very, very, very like elevated palate. So it's like I can't I can't deal with it. Like if you are if you're making your own money and paying bills, like, how come you don't know how to cook? If you're living at home, how come you don't know how to cook? Right. If you, like, how come you don't know how to cook? Right. <laughs> you working, like, nine to five, you don't want to go home to a man who's, like, so takeout or reservation. So what's for, so dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Your and- grown ass was sitting here the whole time and you ain't figured that shit out? <laughs> Bop you in the head. But, no, really. But, like, um, I ate at work. <laughs> yeah. That's why reading is fundamental, though, Kai. I mean, Raina Mocha. God damn it. Raina Mocha. Uh, you don't, they know my name. Okay. Um, that's I'm why reading like is fundamental. It is. It Read a recipe. Is. Because if you like stuffed peppers, like I, or cream brulee. I love cream brulee. Still haven't figured out how to really actually make. Well, I don't I make, wanna so make it I so bad. No, I'm not going to do it. I've got ramkins right now that I can just like. Just get into it. Yeah. yeah but I they're can. like, you got to boil shit. It is really, it's bake. a very intense recipe. I don't bake at all. So I will say that like you can cook or you can bake, but don't just be like the kitchen is a foreign place. Don't be like it's a teaspoon the same thing as a tablespoon. Get out of here mm-hmm. with all of that. See, I'm southern, so my all my my dad's my uncle. I have an uncle. He is a phenomenal baker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about, like he cooks all of the desserts for Thanksgiving, like all the from scratch, literally. Like he grills all so of the, the the men from where I'm from in the south. They grill like it's an art to them. Like they are grilling competitions. I'm extremely, yeah. I'm extremely excited about grill season. Okay. I can't wait to go home to eat. 
Um, but so they cook like my uncle don't they don't play no games and even when I, when I was growing up in my household my mom is from New York so she was not really a cooker yeah. she's still not a cooker at That's all um, and so she my learned. dad made breakfast I remember on Saturday mornings my dad making breakfast I remember him making dinner as well <laughs> um, and so I think that I've grown up with that equality where I see both or really my mom really didn't cook she probably only really know how to make okra soup and rice oh, and okay. that's her one meal okay. and she that's all she does i bet it's good though. it do be good <laughs> it do be good and i'm saying like there's always like a balance and stuff like that like there just there has to be a balance and mm-hmm. that's i guess that's just my biggest thing like let there be a balance yeah my man gotta cook though that's right i you know what i like that Chef i like boy that. rd i mean yeah so the next question is, what is one thing that you feel that is taught to girls and something that you feel that's taught to boys that you find is a hindrance to their development as a person and just how they contribute to society in general? Beyonce told y'all that women are, um, you train women to for marriage, like you train them to uh, aspire to marriage. But you don't train boys into do the same thing as such as aspire to marriage. So I think that that would be one thing that girls are trained up to do. Like, and and it, and it does it gets to us in our old age in the sense that we um once we get to a certain age, we're like, oh God, I need to be married. I need to be married. But that's because we've been aspiring to marriage or been taught to aspire to marriage like our entire lives so i do think Mm -hmm. that that is one thing that guys are not taught and with there not being like an equal amount of men or women uh, equal amount of men as women on this planet that there are going to be some women who get left out i guess so Mm -hmm. Um, unless you want to be sister wives and that's you know i ain't trying to be no sister wives (laughs) so don't even try and that's your business if you want to be sister wives so but I, I honestly agree with that because I think I have been talking about this whole idea about people asking me, when you going to get married? When are you going to have children or whatever? And I don't want people to keep putting a clock on my cervix and my mm-hmm. uterus that and my vagina. That would be fantastic if they you know, know. literally hop off you know. of your ovaries. <laughs> I mean, can yeah. I hop get a, off. You know. And if Jesus. I can even like get a little um, catalog where I can just pick out a baby and pick out a man, then all of this would be done. That but, exists, though. Definitely exists. Can yeah, I pick out a man? You could pick out a man and then you could pick your baby, yes. You could freeze your eggs. Who cares? You have your little no, perfect baby. That, no, that's fine. Stuff. No, I'm like, I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, like, you that that's something that they it's it's in a system that makes you pay so it much. It feels for that, like a brave annoying. new world, and that makes me feel uncomfortable. Girl, drop brave new world. Okay, brave new okay. world. Uh, I'm gonna say no test two babies and no. 10,000 twins. For the record, I will definitely pick out my sperm and create my baby. If need be. (laughs) For the record, I definitely. For the record, (laughs) right here. I mean, like, I don't feel that way. I I don't feel that way. I definitely feel like you can can create a life however you want to create a life. I mean, I just really just feel that way because just everyone's not worthy of that. Exactly. Everyone doesn't have time for that at all. So, but... Um, I think to answer the question, I think that something that's always bothered me is the way that we teach young girls and young boys to communicate. And I think like I have said so many times like, oh, you know, like 
I, I don't, it's not going to want to say, like, I don't pity men and how y'all have learned to, like, communicate, but you really have lost out on the way women speak, the way that we're, like, socially structured to speak to one another, talk about our feelings, mm-hmm. communicate with our doctors, communicate with the people around us and stuff like that, and you all miss out on it, and, I mean, I just think that's why you die early, too, because, like... You're not you're not emoting and conversing and talking about things like I have no idea what that would feel like to just not express my feelings about things and you're a person and you should talk about stuff so it it bothers me that you know and it's talked about a lot the way people don't let men express their feelings they don't let them have feelings they don't want to see emotion if they have emotion all of a sudden they're like punks and they're ridiculed and that is damaging to you like if you're a man saying that and if you're a woman saying that it's damaging to like your life because you're not letting a like a person be be themselves and Mm -hmm. talk about things so i think that always gets to me because i feel like so many conversations books movies songs like everything people are like oh if i could just get him to talk to me and let him that like how he feels like why are we like why is the will continually being like reinvented about talking about how you feel that's ridiculous to me and i I just it it's just it's ridiculous to me that people don't know how that and men are just as emotional they just been taught to hide it Uh, yeah but more emotion even the last episode i think we talked about dating with a purpose and really finding the person that's for you and that's really important because that's when you can tell, like, you can almost read that person and be like, okay, you feeling some type of way about something. You want to talk about it? Like, your energy's off here. Like, you want to talk about it? And let, and then when you with somebody you're comfortable yeah. with, they're not going to hot. they're not going to keep it from you. They're going to be like, all right, yeah, like, it's something that's bothering me. So talk this about it. Is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it shouldn't be, like, I feel like sometimes, like, and just, I've, dealt with this in relationships with pretty much like any man in my life, my yeah. father, like any type of person, like I'm have a chisel, you know, and I'm like chipping away, like, yeah. so what is it? How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like that? Like, oh my God, if you don't just Men have talk. such a hard time expressing themselves. I have like the funniest story with me and my dad. <laughs> like he, like me, we are close. We're like, he, like, I'm still not afraid of him, but clearly like me and my, he treats us like we're children, literally. But I remember when I first got my menstrual, only thing he had to say was like, you know, if you need anything, you can let me know. <laughs> <laughs> over there like 12 years old like i really just just let me i'm fine <laughs> i'll talk to my mother oh uh, yeah i'll talk to him he's like if you need that's all he had to say he felt like he did his part with saying that and when i was around like 13 i had like hair on my legs maybe it wasn't even 13 i was a teenager maybe i was 15 but i don't know he must have spotted the hair from a mile away he was like he didn't say nothing to me. He just went to the store and bought me a razor and, and some shaver cream. And he came back and he was like, I bought these for you. <laughs> and we never talked about it. But the funny thing is, like, shaving is, like, so related to my grandpa because he's that the first so person. Funny. I didn't buy my own razor and my shaving cream. My grandpa then was like, 
here, take here you go. We never had a conversation about it. I just knew what to do that with it. So Guys are so they are awkward. They don't know how to talk. Like Yeah, so I just think it's I just think it's crazy. like real I just think it's I love them. stuff like that is like so interesting to me because it's like men encountering like women. Like mm-hmm. women encounter women and women encounter men at different stages of their life. Yeah. But like men encountering women is just like it's still like why is it still why when they're raising us yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be like that and and it's look if your grandpa your dad and my dad learn something new about like being around because my family is mostly like female yeah and we're very female dominated so like my dad learned something yeah. from being around all women and it's just like did we go we're just gonna talk about these things it's not, <laughs> yeah. you need to talk about more about stuff happening with you as well you know so i just it would make for such a more of an effective society if people would. So no. So yeah, I just wanted, I just, it was important to me to talk about this because it was brought to my attention through a meme that I'm going to post for y'all um, about gender norms. And like, it's got these two umbrellas about like the husband and the wife or for same sex relationship, just like who, like the relationship in general, who is supposed to be taking the lead on certain roles. And I think that we would all just benefit by just, being leading in and stepping up in places that you feel comfortable doing and and stepping into certain roles that you're not comfortable with but you just need to learn so we're going to get into the community to connect section uh segment and it's real quick i just want to tell you about some really cool things coming up may 12 2018 this year obviously Beer, bourbon, and barbecue festival is going to be here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. So if you like beer and bourbon and barbecue, (laughs) this is a place for you. Or you can just like all three and, you know, one individually. It's going to be in Symphony Park and that's at South Park Mall. It's like behind the mall area. Um, VIP tickets are, um, you get access from 12 to 6 p.m. and general admission is from 2 6 p.m. and you can buy tickets on beerandbourbon.com I think it's going to be a really cool event and be something worth checking out if you're hungry and thirsty obviously there'll be music and stuff too Um, so last year I went to um, Charlotte Pride and it was awesome I went with two of my really good friends and this year it's a little I mean it's far out but just start pubbing now anyway but Charlotte Pride is August 18th through the 20th and oh darn, I'm gonna miss it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Really, where are you going? I'll. That's my birthday weekend, so that I'm going birthday. to Cali. Oh, nice. Yeah, my birthday. Cali will look great. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's um, yeah, that's the 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 pro, like the parade, the festival, booths, and everything like that. So, um, check it out. I'll probably pub that again as it gets closer. But um, that's really all I have for Community Connect. I just Go to the, the beer, bourbon, and barbecue festival on May 12th and put pride down on your calendar. Definitely. But um, it's been a really good um, episode. episode. It's yes. been a lot of fun. Again, y'all, check us out um, on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter at AWB Podcast. We're on Instagram at A Woman's Playground and right in Anything that you want to at awppodcast at gmail.com. 
Um, we want to catch you on the playground. Yes, we want to know of things happening in your city. So let us know. We probably want to come through. Check out our photo shoot pictures on Instagram. On Instagram they pages. are something sultry. They're fire. Yes. So until next time, play fierce. Play fierce. Play fierce. <laughs> See ya.